back in the saddle and it feels so all right feels just okay my name is nick i am the host of the tennis podcast what who are you i'm brandon that is the sidekick host of the tennis podcast and i say we're back in the saddle because this is our second episode of 2020 but it's the first time brandon and i have recorded in this decade quite a while (laughs) haha yeah in 2020 uh, yeah, this is the show, The Tennis Podcast, where either myself, the host, or Brandon, the sidekick host, bring a top 10-ish list on whatever the fuck, and the other person tries to guess that list in real time without any prior heads up, and that's what we're going to do today. Let's do it. What is the list? Do you remember back in episode 37? Tell me what episode 37 was about. Nope. Couldn't tell you. Could you do it? <laughs> I mean, could you have done it off the top of your head? What was episode 36 about? <laughs> if your life depended on it, could you tell no. me what episode 37 was about? Why would my life depend upon it? Well, you never know what kind of crazed dictator (laughs) will, instead of, you know, exterminating, Uh instead of the final solution, it would be the final solution, but people who don't know what each episode of the tennis podcast is about. (laughs) So, they'd kill, there'd only be very few of us left after (laughs) after that extermination. What a terrifying world to live in. (laughs) Okay. Back in episode 37, we covered the top 10 Google searches that began with the phrase, how to. Right. Now, what is another common phrase you think people would start a Google search with? How cook? Why is? How cook? Hang on. Yeah, like if I'm going to cook something, I don't use the indefinite articles between like how to cook. Why? Because it does that doesn't matter when you're using a search engine. I know, but then you got to think you got to take that millisecond. It doesn't take to me think a about it and go against your human instincts. I guess I have a better brain than you do because it doesn't take me a second. Oh wow. I just hot take. Hashtag hot take. How hard is it to just drop all the unnecessary words? How cook chicken? How hard How is it to just chicken? write like a human that you've been trained to write as? But I'm for... not writing to a human. I'm writing to a search engine. I'm writing to programmed. Well, I'm writing to code and an algorithm. Google is very much alive. Okay. Well, it's not how cook. Okay. I guess I'm the idiot for guessing that people (laughs) Googled how to cook things. I know that I Google. Yeah, but you think that's what I came to you with? The top how cook Google searches of the year? Okay. Well... How interesting do you think that would be? Do you realize that so far the opening of the show is asking me my opinion. (laughs) When I made a guess, you just attacked me. What is the fucking list? (laughs) Okay. It's the top 10 Google searches of 2019 that begin with the phrase, what is? What is 2019? Yeah, and it's coming from trends.google.com. It's sourced from Google. Every year they release a report on the top Google searches. This is the United States only. They did not have this data for global. So, I apologize to all of our listeners in Lithuania today. And uh, yeah, that's the list. Do you want to start by guessing what's probably not in the top 10? How cook? What is how cook? What is things that would not be things that were not on people's minds in 2019? Sure. I don't think anybody was looking up. I don't think it's in the top 10 anything about gremlins or goblins. (laughs) Probably not. Uh, They're pretty far out of pop culture last year. Do you think anyone was searching what is Dr. Phil? Mm Mm-mm. What is Dr. Phil doing? What is Dr. Phil doing right now? God, you know how they have some of those live cam sites where you can like watch birds hatching or something like that? If they just had a cam that was just what is Dr. Phil doing right now? Is Dr. Phil in a bird's nest in his underwear (laughs) taking care of some birds? He's throwing up the food into the bird's mouths. Rubbing his nipples while he does it. You're going to have to get up early if you want that worm. (laughs) Hang on. You know, out of all the dads out there, the number one dad that used the see you next decade joke was for sure Dr. Phil said that. For sure. He's waiting for it. (laughs) He wrote it down in like 2016. Oh, hell, I got to say that. Didn't you send me a link to Dr. Phil's home? Oh, I didn't send it to you. That was from when you were creeping on me online, but I did tweet out a link at Nick underscore Amel. And Creeping that, on you by looking at my Twitter feed, right? That's how I, I, <laughs> that's how I stalk you. Dr. Phil put his home for sale and it's pretty absurd inside. I remember, I think I told you or maybe I even mentioned it on an episode that the inside of his home in one of those interviews, it was opulent with gold. He was, it yes, looked like he was sitting well, on a throne. 
you got a taste of his taste from the photos of his home. I think it's going for like five or six million. Very strange piece of art on the one of the walls. I can't remember what it was, but it struck me as something that did not seem like it would belong in. It's just his app icon. <laughs> It <laughs> made out of it's just a bunch it's a million pictures of his app icon that are making a big picture of his app icon where they're all kind of colored where they just make yeah <laughs> you get it uh what is dr phil surprisingly not in the top 10 not in the u.s anyway maybe in canada uh do you think what is but is in the top 10 Mm-mm. surely this is tied to news events or please don't call me Shirley. what is burrito no it's not in the top 10 what is love no, maybe not. That one not could be. this year. It would have that year. Who were the what, night at the Roxbury? I never saw that. That was the song from those guys, right? Yeah, but well, they didn't write the song, nor did they make or record but the, that's song, the song. But they did. That was hot. they leveraged the song. That's the song that was hot in that movie. And there might have been a time where people were like, mm-hmm. "I gotta have some more of this." Back in 1999, when Google was just writing with chisel and stone and then chisel with uh, stone your Google query and then put it on your dinosaur and have the dinosaur take it to the Google office and then they'd return your search. When Chris Kattan was headlining movies, I don't think Chris Kattan is headlining a men's room anywhere. I don't think he's headlining nothing. No. Well, speaking of headlines, let's get into the top 10 here. You are right to think it's some news but it's uh, not news necessarily, but th- it, very timely. Every, I would say 10 out of 10 on here is pretty timely and uh, big hot news in 2019. Shit. None of them are people, right? Where people said what is and then a person's name where they should have said who is, right? There's none of that. Okay. Uh, there's one that's kind of close. I would say there's two in the top 10 that are unguessable by a sidekick host such as yourself. I'd say the other eight are, you could Ooh. get, maybe maybe with some hints, but you can get them. I had a guess. It might be the number one, so maybe I should hold off. I mean, I, my guesses are so goddamn good that I get number one right out of the bag every time. Mm. But I don't want to do that you on won't. purpose, so I'm going to hold a guess. Let me think. I don't remember anything that happened. Okay, Brandon, come on. What happened? This is a great episode so far. Well, I'm thinking. I don't know what you want me to do. (laughs) Maybe when people want a podcast that helps them fall asleep, we'll just play the dead silence of you thinking. Or you could edit it out and allow me a chance to use my brain. Nah. We don't have time for that. We don't have time for brain using on this show. The people want it hot. They want it fast. Well, then I'm going to have to go with the only one I've thought of so far, which is impeachment. What is impeachment? That's a very good guess. But it is not in the top 10. What? Okay. I'm just going to take that as a positive that everybody already is so clear on the constitutional rules around impeachment that none of them needed to Google it. I'd say that's a, that would be a hot take. So, it's not that but there is something kind of loosely related. Uh, what is shutdown? Government shutdown? No. We had one of those. Hmm. All right. I'll give you a hint. This isn't the related one although it is government. This is a US-based search data. However, there is one, number 10, that is not related to the United States. What is Brexit? What is Brexit? Number 10. Okay. You got it all by yourself. What is Brexit? So, for each one of the top 10, I have their search highlights from Google. I have a few of the top states that were searching that and then I'd have the answer to what is Brexit and then I have related search queries. So, let's start at the top. What is Brexit? Number 10. It was an active Google search all year round, but it peaked in January and again in March. And I have some reasons for that. Vermont, Washington, D.C. and Oregon were some of the top places searching this this year. Brandon, why don't you tell the folks at home... Oh my God. What? What Brexit is? What Brexit is. Go ahead. I'm not positive, but I believe it refers to um, Britain. Wow. Pulling out of Mm. the United Nations, which has a lot of implications on their... You're already wrong. Okay. (laughs) Well, I... Hold on for a second for real. Hold on for a second for real. I don't know what to do because I'm trying to... If you ask me what I'm... What am I supposed to do? It's not from the uh, United Nations. It's from the European Union. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
Yeah. So, for idiot, Jesus. From the yeah, I meant the European. Do you want my, do you want to go me to go get my five year old to explain this? Good God. You want me to tell you what it is? Yeah, I want you to finish explaining what it is. What is Brexit? This is from Wikipedia. Brexit is the withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union. Following a June 2016 referendum in which 52% voted to leave, the UK government formally announced the country's withdrawal in March 2017, starting process that is currently due to conclude no later than January 31st, 2020. You're welcome, everyone. But I'm going to tell you what happened in January and March of this year, which is when this search peaked. In January... Some shenanigans, right? Some political shenanigans. Well... Maybe. I don't know how controversial this is. It says, in January 2019, the first meaningful vote is held on the withdrawal agreement in the UK House of Commons. The UK government is defeated by 432 votes to 202. So, there was some important vote. Uh, And then in March, there was another vote, the second meaningful vote. Uh, UK government is defeated again, 391 to 242. So, as fascinating as that all is, I just gave you the reasons, I think, (laughs) for why there was... (laughs) Wasn't that interesting? This is so awesome. I still like, I don't, so they pull out of the EU and that means that they're not tied economically to these other countries. Like it sounds like it's dissolving like an economic and I don't know, but some, they're leaving a union and everybody who I think is kind of like smart and thoughtful is upset that it's happening. As convincing as I was that I'm a Brexit expert, I don't actually really understand it. but. I want to tell you what people that were searching this, searching it enough to get it into the top 10, Google Trends also told me what else they were searching. And so, the same people that were searching what is Brexit also searched for what is Brexit really about? What What is Brexit really about? Wait, they asked Google that? (laughs) Google has two sets of answers. (laughs) Like if you said, Google, how hot is the sun? And, you know, sometimes if a question is very common, Google has its own result at the top. Yeah. And it says, you know, the the sun is X number of degrees. And if then you Googled, Google, what is really the temperature of the sun? The Google's like, starts (laughs) glitching out and it's like, all right, actually the sun is an illusion painted on the globe of a flat earth. It's like if when you go to the grocery store and they have the certain fruit out, Mm -hmm. like certain pears. But if you want the good pears, you got to ask person bring out one of the pairs from the back. There's better facts that Google has in the back. So, what is Brexit really about? That's what the smart people from the United States are searching. Uh, What time is Brexit vote? So, these people are like you leaving out important words in their phrase. So, they don't got time. Those were the search people, the people searching from America, not... Yeah. What time is Brexit vote? What is Article 50 Brexit? Mm -hmm. There you go. Now you have it. Now, all listeners out there, the next time your best friend quizzes you on what people in the United States in 2019 when they searched what is Brexit, what else are they searching? Now you can answer and say, what is Article 50 Brexit? You're welcome. So, we need to move on to something much more interesting. Give me another guess here in the top 10. What is Cats? <laughs> the movie? Yeah. No. Is there anything about war? No, but there is something... Hmm. What is there anything about R. Kelly? <laughs> no. Mm. What is Q or what is Q and non? Isn't that one of the, the conspiracy thing that kind of popped up? I don't know. No, year? I don't know what no? that is. Okay. Hmm. Trying to think of other things from the last year. Do you want another hint? Yes. There are two pieces of entertainment in the top 10 as in a movie or a TV show. Is Lizzo one of them? No. Is Lizzo a movie or a TV show? Oh, is don't what is don't fuck with cats? No, that's a good guess, but that was a little late in the year. I think that might show up in the 2020 results. What is Fleabag? No, okay. What is a show that you were very invested in recently? Oh, what is the Mandalorian? No, people don't got time for the. They want a shorter word like what is. What is Mandalorian? What is a Mandalorian? What is a Mandal? That is an awesome question. Is it on the list? It's number nine. I hope you've done some research and are about to tell us what a Mandalorian is. I've got plenty of research. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Please. It's from Wikipedia. Ah, fuck. And I quote, Mandalorians are fictional people. No. Associated with the planet Mandalore. (laughs) Now you're wrong already. (laughs) 
in the Star Wars franchise created by George Lucas, supposedly, am I right, people? First conceptualized for The Empire Strikes Back as a group of white-armored supercommandos. <laughs> Sounds so fucking lame. The idea developed into a single bounty hunter character known as Boba Fett. Yeah. Although the term Mandalorian is never used in the films, the popularity of Boba Fett More like inspired Fett. an extensive number of works about Mandalorians in broader parts of the Star Wars franchise, such as the Clone Wars television series establishes the Mandalorians as a human people from Mandalore. They're not all human. Can I... Okay, so the real yeah. uh, definition of a Mandalorian? Okay, the virgin definition. Go ahead. Yeah, an ancient martial order consisting of members from multiple species all bound by a common culture, creed, and code. It originated on the planet Mandalore in the galaxy's outer rim and had a particular unique role in galactic history as legendary warriors against the Jedi. From their home world, Mandalorians had flourished across Mandalorian space and the galaxy at large colonizing worlds. Uh, well, I do have a bullet here that says... Nerd alert. A Mandalorian became associated with a multi-species culture of warrior clans. Yeah. These Mandalorians, who were mostly humans, just like our listeners, mostly humans, held the legacy of the Twongs and, and Twongs. The Twongs? Huh? Tongs? In high regard. I don't know. Who what... gives a shit? The Mandalorian was especially popular. What is a Mandalorian? Was especially popular in Idaho, Utah, and Alaska. I think I know who did a lot of those Google searches out there in Alaska. This, uh, it spiked and peaked in November. And do you want to know what people that were searching for what is a Mandalorian <laughs> also searched for? They weren't just searching for the show. Uh -huh. They wanted to know what is a Mandalorian. Right. Right? Uh-huh. They, they also searched for, can you guess the top one? Are the other searches what is also? No. Oh. But, How fuck, uh, what's Tauntaun? How fuck Tauntaun? No, dude. Is that someone that people want to fuck? Oh, it's an animal. Okay. Baby Yoda. How to fuck Baby Yoda? Yeah. Most of that. When does the Mandalorian take place and Mandalorian timeline? Are there a lot of questions about the timeline in... Yeah, I think it was mentioned early in the show it takes place five years after Return of the Jedi, after the fall of the Empire. Was that which empire? The, the fall of the original empire or the empire that just magically came back? From the, the Galactic Empire in the original okay. trilogy. Great. I'm a little Star Wars out myself. If you want to hear more about Star Wars, listen to our last episode, episode 69. <laughs> Episode 69 where we reviewed the latest Star Wars film and you know what, we also, I actually know this because I talked about episode 37 earlier. Episode 36 was our list on the top 10 highest grossing Star Wars films at the box office and then Brandon also reviews The Mandalorian at patreon.com slash tennispod. So, you got no shortage of Star Wars shit but tell me something else in the top 10. You said there's another one that's entertainment based and it's a movie? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're going to remember this off the top of your head, but you, I'm pretty sure you saw it. It was all the rage at the start of the year. Mm. Oh, what is Avengers Endgame? No, no. Mm. I don't know. Tell me. It's a Netflix original. The Irishman? I said the beginning of the year. According to Nielsen, this movie was watched by nearly 26 million people in its first seven days in the US alone. It obviously made a huge impression on me. 45 million worldwide in the first seven days. And 80 million within the first four weeks of release. I don't know if it still holds the record, but at the time it was the most watched Netflix film of all time. Uh, had a huge peak in January. There was a challenge associated with the film. A challenge? Mm-hmm. Well, well, tell me about the challenge. People would put a blindfold on. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I didn't see the movie. A Quiet you Place. You didn't really? Okay. No, but I know. A Quiet Place. No, no, no. That's... <laughs> damn. First of all, go see that movie. Yeah. Sequel's coming out soon. Oh. Secondly, that wasn't a Netflix original. Thirdly, that was like three years old. Oh, I know. Never mind. It had Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah. Bird Box. Bird Box. Yeah. I forgot the name of that. I didn't see Bird Box. You didn't? Okay. No. I thought... All right. Well, it's number eight. What is Bird Box about? <laughs> I, I want to know. I mean, I know exactly what we just covered. A blindfold and a challenge and Sandra Bullock. It was a very... um. Divided film. People either loved it or hated it. I saw it. Bird Box, according to Wikipedia, a 2018 American post-apocalyptic thriller film based on a 2014 novel by Josh Mallerman. Film follows a woman played by Sandra Bullock as she tries to protect herself and two children from a malevolent supernatural entities 
that make people who look at them go insane and commit suicide. If you look at these things uh-huh. and you see them, yeah. you go insane and commit suicide like within minutes. Are they tweets and comments from <laughs> Trump supporters? Very good, sir. Just floating around. Yeah. No, I don't. If I recall, you don't ever actually see it, uh-uh. uh, see them. Well, that does kind of make them a little scarier. People have to go around and blindfold because you, you have to keep all the windows sealed shut and then if you go outside, you have to wear a blindfold because if, if you see them, you go insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the movie released on Netflix in December 2018 and again, it became the most watched Netflix film of all time. From headstuff.org, they say, it is a cleverly disguised science fiction film where art imitates life. The viewer is brought along a metaphorical path submerged into the depths of ignorance as forced behavior. Bird Box sensitively tackles the question of mental health in society. Listen to Not f- sure about that. Listen to fucking Oscar Wilde over here. You're just yeah. reviewing Netflix movies. So, Rotten Tomatoes, 63%, which is, I would, you know, pretty good, but not great. Their consensus reads that Bird Box never quite reaches its intriguing potential, but strong acting and an effectively chilly mood offer intimately creepy compensation. Uh, I thought the film, you know, I saw the film before I heard anyone talk about it or before I read reviews and I came away thinking, that was all right. But then I learned later that people like hated it. So, for whatever that's worth. And people like Sandra Bullock. They call her Sandy. Sure. Listener of the show, Sandy. All right, what people were searching in addition to this was, what is the Bird Box Challenge? And (laughs) they wanted to know just like, the Brexit, what is Bird Box really about? I, why would I, why are people asking <laughs> Google for a second layer of fact or opinion? It sounds like they want to know like... They know Google's withholding. Like they want Google to like give them some gossip. Like what's the real reason Teddy got fired? Who's Teddy? Well, it's like how you would ask someone in an office, like someone got let go, you know, What's the real reason? You're digging for gossip. That's what these people are doing with Google. What's the real Bird Box challenge? Bird, Google's like, okay, the real challenge is you got to stick a Bird Box up your ass. <laughs> but they don't want to know what the real Bird Box challenge is. They want to know what is Bird Box really about? Oh, like the metaphors? That could be, yeah, that's one way to interpret that I don't query. think they need to is- be asking Google. God, people really don't understand what Google, like do they think it's like... On the other side of Google, there's a gnome who just types really fast. <laughs> I love old people on Facebook when they... <laughs> when they tell it instructions like, upload Christmas. <laughs> and it's like, they're like, Grandma, that doesn't work. And she's like, Grandpa's sitting there and he told me to type Christmas <laughs> <And> tree <laughs> pictures. Or they type in... They, I've seen old people that will do, um, they'll do like a Google query search mm-hmm. on Facebook and then submit it as a post. <laughs> so, it'll be like, you know, what is Bird Box about would be a post on Facebook. Apple Dumpling Gang DVD. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I can understand being an old person and being confused yeah. and thinking Facebook is Google despite like the huge logo that's not Google. But once you submit it and you see it published and there's likes and comments coming in. I like the ones where they see it and then in the space where they just made the mistake, they type something like, help Facebook delete that. <laughs> I give you permission to delete this post. Or, or people on Facebook that they'll see something in their news feed like a news story from, you know, say whatever, new, like CNN news story mm-hmm. um, that someone, one of their friends shared or something. And they'll comment and say, get this off my Facebook. Get this off my profile. You know, I understand that it is a technology that did not exist, you know, most of their lives. But, you know, there's a lot Uh of things that I have not been exposed to or did not exist, you know, for a large part of my life. And when I'm exposed to them, my first instinct is not to just go fucking apeshit bananas. (laughs) I think that's part of the problem. Angry too. Yeah, just getting fucking, it's like going into uh, Incredible Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese if you've never been there before and then just going nuts and like sticking your dick in all the games or something. Like, <laughs> oh, no, shit, what? Th- that doesn't go there. What you're trying to do doesn't make any sense. Wow. This isn't what we do here. You're misusing these things. How many times have you done that, Brandon? Sticking Gone to Chuck E. Cheese and stuck your dick in all the games. <laughs> <laughs> in that uh, one where you whack a mole. 
Oh, God damn. <laughs> Keep feeding this thing quarters. <laughs> so, where's your dick? Coming out of the whack-a-mole It's in hole? there with one of the moles. <laughs> <laughs> it pops out and you fucking whack it. Somebody's up there just humping away at the ski ball. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what old people do to Facebook. They find yeah. like, here's a picture of, of a white soldier and a black soldier shaking hands in front of a, an American flag. I'm going to share this and uh, it'll prove to everybody that I wasn't racist for the last 96 years in my life. Yeah. Well, speaking of these types of people that we're talking about right now. Yeah. They're very closely associated with number four on this list. What is TikTok? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, that is a good guess. No one over age 52 has ever even heard of TikTok. They don't even know to search for it. Is it what is I'm Twitter? I'm surprised you've heard of it. No. What is Reddit? No, 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 no. You're on. You're going about it the wrong way. Going about it the wrong way. Take a step back. Think about it in reverse. They're not asking Google what it is. Someone's asking Google what they are. What is a really popular meme in 2019? The way you're phrasing this is got me so confused. Someone's asking Google what they are. Yes. Someone um, else is asking Google what the old people oh, are. Oh, what is a boomer? What is a boomer? Number four in the top 10. Uh, it's an attitude, not an age. <laughs> the meme okay boomer that went around? Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell the folks at home, Brandon, I know you're a big fan of the baby boomer. Mm -hmm. Tell the folks at home, what is a boomer? Well, let's see what they were the years they were born between. You'll have to... I'll tell you, 1946 and 1964. Yeah, basically everyone who's the same age as Kevin in the Wonder Years uh, grew up... I guess they grew up technically, you know, they grew up during the Cold War with the threat of like nuclear war hanging over them, but, yeah. but it didn't happen to them. Most of them were probably too young. Did any of them go to Vietnam? Okay, you're boring us. Tell the yeah, folks at did. home, what is a boomer? They were born between the years you just said they like Harley Davidson motorcycles with yep. very brand new looking leathers. See, here you go. You got it now. They like their stuff, love their stuff. They love jokes about how uh, they got to get away from their wife and kids. They, lo they love to call people that want like universal health care yeah. socialist pigs. Or commies. Yeah, when they when they are accepting their social security check, they're experts on like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps <laughs> and working hard and all that shit. They're experts on paying significantly less for college. Yeah, what is a boomer? They got opinions, and they think they got opinions. We love the boomers here, the tennis pod. Yeah. Do you want to know what Urban Dictionary says about boomers? Sure. So, the fact is that boomers are born between 1946 and 1964. They're called baby boomers because they were part of a boom in population of new babies when all the strapping young men came back from World War II. Okay, that's the fact. Urban Dictionary says, a person from the baby boomer generation or really anyone who is older than the person using the word <laughs> usually used if said person is being annoying or talking shit about a younger generation, sometimes used in a joking way among friends. Uh-huh. I think some also, also been used as a fucking hateful dagger between enemies. Uh, what is a boomer peaked in November, right around the time the OK Boomer meme was getting big. According to Vox.com, they explained the OK Boomer meme. This is kind of long, but I think it helps. Quote, OK Boomer isn't just about the past, it's about our apocalyptic future. Boomers, the generation born between 1946 and 1965, scoff that millennials expect participation trophies for doing the bare minimum. Millennials say boomers are, quote, out of touch. Millennials, born roughly between 1980 and 1996, are killing once-stable industries like cereal by saving money, spending less, and eating avocados. Uh, it goes on, boomers have mortgaged the future in exchange for hoarding wealth while also voting to end necessary social programs. Millennials would rather complain about student debt than buckle down, work hard, and get a job. That's it. But that kind of uh, illustrates the key differences between the boomer and the millennial. Yeah. So, boomers, I've had a job for 15 years since I graduated college and I've still been paying off college loans for those entire 15 years. Yeah. And you're not a doctor, obviously. I did love doctor. A doc I have a doctorate in love from the University of Valentine's Day.
My head is spinning. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Just continue. <laughs> no, I I feel like I just got punched in the gut by a truck. I did did, did I dream the last 30 seconds? I'm a doctor of love. <laughs> from Valentine's Day University. <laughs> You're from the University of Valentine's Day. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, is it still 2019 and I'm dreaming? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, what is Boomer? Was most searched in North Dakota, South Dakota, and Oklahoma. That's where we live. We also have Boomer Sooner. Maybe that, maybe that tilted the results. I don't think so because the related queries are what is a baby Boomer? What is okay Boomer? And what generation is a Boomer? Nothing about the Boomer Sooners. Hmm. There you go. Now people know what a Boomer is and they can adequately refer to you appropriately from now on given your birth date. So, you have four, what is a boomer? Eight, what is a bird box about? Nine, what is a Mandalorian? And ten, what is Brexit? Now, Mandalorian was nine. There's a Google query very related to Mandalorian in the top ten. What is Disney Plus? What is Disney Plus? Very good. What number do you think that is? It's probably five or six. Seven. Oh, man, you're having a bad day, aren't you? Uh, number seven is what is Disney Plus? It peaked in November. Obviously, that's when Disney Plus came out. It was highly searched in Utah, Iowa, and Indiana. Brandon, tell the folks at home, what is a Disney Plus? Holy, I think we've talked about it like five times on here so far. It's an app. It's more Disney shit for your eyes and ears. Okay, but it's, but it's not just Disney. It's Pixar. It's National Geographic. Yeah, it's, it's Marvel, Star Wars. They got all that shit. Upon launch, the service was met with positive reception of its content library but was criticized for technical problems. Yeah, I had some of those yesterday. It was... Yeah. Tell us about it. I mean, it's boring. Uh, some pictures wouldn't come up. We couldn't see what the movie was. All right. Anyway, within its first day, Disney Plus signed up 10 million subscribers. Almost as many people listening to this episode right now. Uh, and did you know that... Di I didn't... I guess I didn't think about it, but it's not surprising. But Disney Plus does not and will not feature any R-rated films or TVMA-related programming. Well, that sucks. Yep. So, anyone looking for uh, the naked Mandalorian with lots of intense <laughs> Game of Thrones sex scenes... <laughs> he fights like buck naked but keeps his helmet on. Has there ever been a more awkward show to watch with your parents than Game of Thrones? Holy shit. I, have, I never watched it with my parents. Did you? I did once. Yeah, one time. They watched the whole thing and so did I but we only watched one episode together. Which one was it? I don't remember but there was a lot of sex. <laughs> God bless. Oh, uh, yeah. What did, uh, so those did those I, boomers didn't know what to do. Did everyone just freeze and pretend like that's not what they were watching? It was like the longest two minutes of my life. You're like, man, if, there's, if there was ever a time I could just close my eyes and disintegrate, <laughs> this would be it. Yeah. Or spontaneously combust. If it was a matter of, Nick, you can die painlessly right now and, you, you know, you're dead. That's it. Or continue through this two minutes. I'm, I mean, it would have been tempting to, to choose the death. Spontaneous combustion I don't think is painless. I think it's painless in that it's spontaneous before you even have time to register what's happened. You've combusted. I think the combustion fucks you up pretty bad. I think that gives you a bad day. Yeah, but it's over before you know it. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, let's set somebody on fire and <laughs> ask them. Yeah, someone who has spontaneously combusted, let us know. Uh, although I spontaneously combusted all over myself last night. Am I right, guys? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so what people, Disney Plus, what else have they been searching? It, these are pretty boring, so I'll just say them. Uh, Hulu, what is ESPN Plus and Disney Plus shows? Oh, great. And maybe it's not what shows are in Disney Plus, but Disney Plus shows some skin? No, they don't. The answer is no, they no, don't. No, they don't though. They don't. Fucking prudes. You just need six, five, and then one through three. Uh-huh. So, think about what was hot in 2019. What was the world talking about? Better yet, what was the internet talking about? We're talking about um, Hong Kong and the protests. They're talking about wildfires in Australia. No. What is Syria? There's a big... Uh, what is nope. ISIS? What is... No. You can get number one if I prod you enough. Let's go to number three. This was a, another challenge that came up. What's with the fucking challenges? Are it like the ice bucket thing? No, it's a little, a little less friendly than that. It's something spooky. 
there's kids involved. In the way you said that, oh, it's a little spooky. It's spooky. There's kids involved. Um, wait, is this something to do with Halloween? No, but this did. Uh, actually, this peaked in February. Is when this was biggest. Is it a news story? Or you said it was? I more... mean, there there were news stories about it. Oh. It started as a social media challenge. Is like, same vein as like the choking game or something like that where... I would say it's more in the same vein as like a Slender Man. Oh. Do you remember the choking game? <laughs> no. <laughs> when I was a kid in like, I don't know, it's like the early to mid 90s there was this thing. You know, now it would be... 1890s. <laughs> Jesus. Now it would be on like Facebook or Twitter, yeah, but at the time it was covered by like local news and they're you know dangerous games sweeping uh junior highs and high schools across the nation the choking game and it was basically you would let someone like like put your hands on the side of someone's neck and cut the blood flow to their head off so they get like lightheaded for a second and it turned into like a game where you <laughs> strangle each other to death to see who, like, who would die first. <laughs> Instead of kids just trying to, like, escape their, <laughs> you know, the, the, the pain of being 13 for a few minutes by cutting off the blood flow to their brain. <laughs> well, number three on this list has to do with... Oh, you said it's more like the Slender Man. You would be enticed by a user named Blank to perform a series of dangerous tasks, including violent attacks, self-harm, and suicide. Mm -mm. Okay, it's Momo. Momo challenge. Oh, and then it wasn't real, right? Momo was fake. Right. Yeah. Momo, well, it was willed into existence just like Slender Man, right? Oh, it was bullshit and then someone was like, well, now I got to make a Momo because all these people are looking for it. I'll get a, you know, a million views on my YouTube. Well, there was a celebrity that made it even bigger because she's an idiot. Oh. What is Momo is number three. Yeah. Peaked in February, like I said. So, the Momo challenge. This is from Wikipedia. It was a hoax and an internet urban legend about a non-existent social media challenge that was spread on Facebook and other media outlets. It was reported that children and adolescents were being enticed by a user named Momo to perform dangerous tasks, suicide like I said. Despite claims that the phenomenon had reached worldwide proportions by July 2018, the number of actual complaints was relatively small and no law enforcement agency has confirmed that anyone was harmed as a direct result of it. Concern and distress registered by children was primarily driven by media reports rather than a result of an actual Momo. <laughs> Leading children's charities <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> warnings. It's, it's extra funny to me because my, my seven-year-old has a little, a very small monkey doll uh, that he's had since he was a baby that he still sleeps with and its name is Momo. <laughs> so, I just keep imagining <laughs> this, uh, this uh, very sweet childlike tattered toy that everyone's terrified of. Because he tries to get you to kill yourself. Have you seen the actual Momo? Uh, it was like a, it looked like a, an illustration from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, right? Like a horrible looking woman with white empty eyes. It reminds me of their faces in the Beetlejuice movie when they, um, oh, it's all when their faces get off. No, it's all stretched and weird. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. kind of looks like uh, Shelley Duvall in The Shining. Yes, she does. And so, if you're listening... But with a bird beak mouth. You, you've probably seen this picture even if you didn't know what you were looking at. It is like a, it is a woman, looks kind of like Shelley Duvall, but her face is stretched. Or she has like a beak and her eyes are huge. They take up like half the face. Yeah. Just search Momo, you'll see it. And anyway, so, there was a panic and news outlets were reporting about Momo, but uh, nothing had really actually happened. It was leading to a self-fulfilling prophecy, right. which may encourage children to look up violent material on the internet. The challenge became a worldwide phenomenon in 2018 after an Indonesian paper reported that it had caused a 12-year-old girl to kill herself. Awareness grew in February 2019 after the police service of Northern Ireland posted a public warning on Facebook and American media personality Kim Kardashian posted on her Instagram pleading that YouTube remove the alleged Momo videos, which again didn't exist. So, Kim Kardashian brought attention to this in February 2019. That's when the Google search spiked. <laughs> I'll stop there and I have more but I'll stop. So, what do you think of the Momo Challenge? How many times have you done it, Brandon? I vaguely remember it. I wouldn't have remembered what year it was if you hadn't told me it was just this last year. I remember my sister telling me about it and she thought it was real. <laughs> but that's, see, that's why I don't understand this thing. Everyone has a phone in their pocket with Google. And I remember when I heard about this, I looked it up and within about 10 seconds, I've 
knew enough to know like, oh, it's not real. There's no Momo video out there. At my age and like skills at looking at the, if my skills at looking at the internet, if I cannot find the Momo video, children are not finding the Momo video. Not according to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> All it took everybody was about 10 seconds of Google work to figure out like, nah, you don't need to worry about this. Except the picture is really creepy. You don't want your kid. The picture is creepy. Don't want your sure. kid looking at the Momo picture too long just in general. It is freaky to think about if it was real because the idea is that the, the lady in that picture is personally messaging you and the way it was described to me was like she would tell a child, let's say they're eight years old, to go like turn on the stove when their parents weren't home and not tell anyone, things like that. You would do things like that. You would do what she says and then it would advance until you eventually kill yourself which is a freaky concept, which is why there's a movie being made about it as we speak by Orion Pictures. It was also used as a plot device in a horror film. I don't know if this has come out yet. It's called The Getaway. Momo is a very friendly name. It's what the, it was like one of the first things uh, my kid could say. He called that monkey Momo. It's, I think it's like one of the sweetest names I know and it's a, so that's one of the reasons I looked it up is because I know a Momo <laughs> and <laughs> like, are we talking about the same Momo here? Has he been, has he been fucking around on the internet? He's become like a Chucky. Yeah. When I confirmed it wasn't a grubby, tiny little monkey doll, I, I knew we were probably at least safe in my house. Yeah. Uh, related queries. What is the Momo challenge? Mm -hmm. Is Momo real? See, what that's is a, Momo's... That is a good... If you're going to ask Google to get to the bottom of something, ask if something is real or not. No, don't do that. Go to Facebook, post yeah. it as a status update, thinking you're talking to Google. Yeah, is Momo real? Because the first thing you're going to get is a blog post from a reputable website. Fox News. Knows that you're going to look it up and their answer is no, that shit's not real. I'm sure it's given plenty of kids some real nightmares that have seen it. Just the picture, I think, would, would give some kids That's nightmares. what I'm saying. The picture is freaky. Uh, the last query is my favorite. What is Momo scary? <laughs> In case, that's case you don't want to look up what is Momo monkey. Yeah. Or what is Momo happy? That's Momo. That was number three. Okay. And you said these all, all were fairly timely. Number six, I, I don't think you will get it. Number two, I don't think you will get it. Number one and five are very attainable. You don't know shit about me. Let's focus on number two then. Let's see if you can get number two since I don't know shit about you. No. Uh, okay. So, you are going to give me some clues. How about you- I'll give you some clues. Give me three clues. This will be hard without giving it away. Okay. So, it's related to fashion. That's clue number one. Okay. There's a subculture often associated e-boys and e-girls. Okay. Uh, this is, I don't know anything about this stuff. And my last hint is that it had a slow rise in June and July, an explosion in August, and it peaked in October. Google searches, that is. Okay. So, it has something to do with... Is it a mask? No. Okay, hold on. Often described as laid back. And this is a fashion? The term originated with the app blank in summer 2019 with an increase in social media content about the trend. So, it's from an app. The, the fashion that it is is named after an app because that's where it originated, but it now has nothing to do with the app. Uh, fuck, just tell me. What is a visco girl? What the? F I've never heard of any of this. But visco is an acronym. It's actually V-S-C-O, but, but people say visco. That's number two. More oh. important than what is impeachment, what is a visco girl? I had, I've never, it's like I just stepped into an alternate reality. I've never heard of any of this stuff and it was one of the most Googled things. Number two, the term VSCO, pronounced visco, yeah. girl refers to a popular subculture among members of Generation Z consisting of teenagers following certain fashion choices that go along with trends. The term originated with the visco app in summer 2019. The subculture is often associated with e-boys and e-girls as well as Tumblr girls, referring to popular teenagers who go with trends on the internet. However, unlike these other subcultures, visco girls are defined not by what platform they use but by their fashion choices. Which are what? Like leggings and shit? Let me look at a thing. What is a visco girl? Scrolling through here, I see a girl wearing uh, a sunshade, like kind of like a visor 
round sunglasses, and a t-shirt at the beach. She looks normal. Well, if you think about a modern teenager and what they're wearing right now, uh huh, that's a visco fashion, I think. I just don't under, like I've never heard of any of this. I'm officially out. Well, apparently a lot of people haven't either because that's why people are searching it. What is a visco girl? And related queries include what is a hydro flask? What is a visco girl mean? What is visco girl mean? And how to be a visco girl? What the fuck? I don't understand it. You and I are not qualified to be talking about visco girl fashion. Okay, cool. We learned something there. Yeah, something very useful. Number six is something else fashion that I don't think you'll get. Evidently not. I'm not even going to try this time. What is camp fashion? Number six. Like... Now, this one has a reason behind it. So, it was dead all year. The search was. Uh, It exploded in May. That's where it peaked. And the reason is because... People started going to camp, leaving to go to summer camp. So, do you know what camp fashion is? No, I'm Googling it right now. uh, Camp fashion was the theme for the annual Met Gala in May. Oh, camp like campy. Got it. Not camping like Abercrombie and Fitch like (laughs) we're going camping. (laughs) No. It's good bad taste. So, here's how Wikipedia describes camp fashion. It's an aesthetic style and sensibility that regards something as appealing because of its bad taste and ironic value. Camp aesthetics disrupt many of modernism's notions of what art is and what can be classified as high art. Yep. This was the theme of the annual Met Gala. And so, I read an article from QZ.com that was explaining camp fashion and they said, though in modern usage, camp is often used as a synonymous to kitschy or flamboyant, Susan Sontag's 1964 essay has a definition far more nuanced. Camp is esoteric, she explains. Something of a private code, a badge of identity, even among small urban cliques. I am strongly drawn to camp and almost as strongly offended by it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like people with our show. They're, they're drawn to our show almost as strongly as they're offended by it. It sounded like a fake pretentious art person. I'm looking <laughs> at some pictures of camp fashion and trying to describe this person's costume. It, well, Please do it. I will try to describe it. It's a woman in a black fitting suit and it's got white pinstripes on it. But on her face, she has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total eyes. And I don't know if they're done with makeup or what, but they all look real. Well, how do you know those aren't real eyes? How do you know she's not a spider woman? She's definitely got the coolest costume I've seen. You know how Spider-Man has all the spider senses? Don't you think he should have grown six more eyes, right? Yeah, he should have had like a head that was just covered with hairy, bulging eyes. He should have looked really gross. We already talked about this. He should have been uh, shitting silk out of his ass immediately. No, yeah, you're right. Oh, and what's his name? Um, Jared Leto. He went dressed looking like a cross between Jesus and Michael Jackson, but he also carried a severed head that looked exactly like his head. There is no definition for this, right? You just wear whatever the hell you want as long as it's ironically bad. Yeah, he's a ding dong, but this... uh, (laughs) Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Hot take. He's a ding dong. He's a ding dong, but this uh, costume is pretty wild. Okay, so that's number six. What is camp fashion? So, now you just need five and one and I think both of them you can get. Okay. Five, it's a phrase. It has legal connotations. Quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. What is quid pro quo is number five. Now, why do you think that came up in 2019? Quid pro quo, I believe, means this for that. It's the phrase that was used with the allegations against impeached President Donald Trump that he withheld military aid from Ukraine in exchange for them for them opening an investigation into Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Uh, Therefore, I guess thinking that that would be super damaging to him in the 2020 campaign. I'm so sick of this unjustified witch hunt against President Trump. So, quid pro quo means he wanted this, the investigation being opened for that, the -hmm. military that had already been promised to them. Yes, and and that, that does make sense because the search history shows for 2019 that this phrase was not highly active all year. And no. then in September and October, 
it rose greatly and then it peaked in November, right? This September through November, I'd say if, if memory serves, was kind of the time this was all ramping up here in uh, God's country, USA. Mm-hmm. This search was particularly interested to Wyoming, North Dakota, and South Dakota people for some reason. So, what is quid pro quo? Let's read the Wikipedia definition. Quid pro quo is a uh, German phrase, right? French? It's Latin. It's Latin. It's used in English to mean an exchange of goods or services in which one transfer is contingent upon the other. A favor for a favor. Phrases with similar meaning include give and take, tit for tat, titty for tat, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours, and one hand washes the other. <laughs> quid pro quo sounds like a hand job now. The Latin phrase quid pro quo originally implied that something had been substituted, as in this instead of that. Right. Early usage by English speakers followed the original Latin meaning with occurrences in the 1530s where the term was first referred. Let's see. By the end of the 1500s, quid pro quo evolved into a more modern usage. So, legally speaking, what is quid pro quo? If the exchange appears excessively one-sided, courts in some jurisdictions may question whether a quid pro quo did actually exist and the contract may be held void. In the U.S., lobbyists are legally entitled to support candidates that hold positions with which donors agree uh, or which will benefit the donors. Such conduct becomes bribery only when there is an identifiable exchange between the contribution and official acts and the term quid pro quo denotes such an exchange. And my last definition here regards to sexual harassment. Quid pro quo. Harassment takes place when a supervisor requires sex, sexual favors, or sexual contact for an employee or job candidate as a condition of their employment. I think that's how you became the sidekick host. Only supervisors who have the authority to make tangible employment actions can commit quid pro quo harassment. Right. Like if you work in the mailroom at a big office building, you can't say, if you quid pro quo have sex with me, I will make you the chief financial officer. But I, but I also think when people are soliciting sexual favors in that way, they're not saying, I'll quid pro quo with you. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind stepping into the mailroom to quid my pro, please. <laughs> yeah. I will make sure that you are a member of the board by the end of the day. Related queries that people are searching is, what is quid pro quo mean? Yeah. Why can't they just say meaning? What is quid pro quo meaning? Because we don't have to type all that shit. It's a computer. No, but they might think you're meaning like a mean, a grumpy <laughs> squid or quid. Uh-huh. Quid pro quo mean. That's all we have time for today. So, yeah, quid pro quo. Very timely. Now, number one in the top ten. I know you can get it. This is very tied to a specific news event. Does it have to do with Donald Trump? No, nothing. God, thank fucking Christ. Okay, is it in the entertainment world? No. Although the entertainment world has intersected with this at times, it is not entertainment. Okay, is it a one-time event? A one-time event was what drove this Google search. Okay. It has nothing to do with Hong Kong, you said? No. This is in the United States. Okay. It's about as American as it gets. Okay. I'll give you one more hint. It peaked in July, the Google search did, and there was another big spike in September. Okay, hold on. You better not be cheating over there. No, I'm thinking. It doesn't have anything to do with sports, right? No, these people that attended this event have never played a sport in their life. Oh, some kind of nerd event? Well, yeah, you could say that. What is Galaxy's Edge? No, but you're on the right track. What? is this is an event like a happening what is area 51 raid what is area 51 without the raid what is area 51 is the number one what is google search of 2019 in the united states september is when like earlier in the year is, (laughs) is when all the bullshit kicked off and then september is when it was supposed to be but i think it had kind of died out by then well i'm gonna tell you all about it tell the folks at home oh man i'm glad this was number one Don't tell me about the raid right now. Just tell me what is Area 51. Area 51 is a highly secretive classified military installation in Nevada near Groom Lake that uh, supposedly is where UFOs that the military has recovered are housed and studied and maybe flown and or where experimental aircraft is developed and tested. That's right. It's the thing I knew most about the whole night. (laughs) For sure. 
Details of the facility's operations are not publicly known, but the United States Air Force says that it is an open training range and most likely supports the development and testing of experimental aircraft and weapon systems and fucking aliens that they took from (laughs) Roswell. The intense secrecy surrounding the base has made it the frequent subject of conspiracy theories and a central component of a UFO folklore. Mm-hmm. Or folk lore, as Brandon would say. Folks. The base has never been declared a secret base, but all research and occurrences in Area 51 are top secret. The CIA publicly acknowledged the existence of the base for the first time in 2013. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's been around forever and they just acknowledged it in 2013. People in South Dakota, Mississippi, and Kentucky were most interested in this Google search, what is Area 51. (laughs) So, let's talk about the event that caused this big surge in Google searches. Mm -hmm. It was the Area 51 raid. In July 2019, more than 2 million people responded to a joke proposal to storm Area 51, which appeared in an anonymous Facebook post. For all we know, it was an old person trying to search Google and they were on Facebook. Yeah. A further 1.5 million people said they were interested in the event, scheduled for September 20th, 2019, and billed as Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, an attempt to, quote, see them aliens. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, it started as a joke, but people took it serious. So, here's what an Air Force spokesperson said, quote, Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train train American armed forces. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. (laughs) I love that this spokesperson is basically saying, you don't fucking want to come here, guys. You're going to get shot. The media reported that the proposal's creator has said it was satirical and meant as a joke. Between 1,500 and 3,000 people actually showed up at the festivals in rural Nevada while over 150 people made the journey over several miles of rough roads to get near the gate to Area 51. In one instance, 40 people gathered around the gate. I can't believe they got that far. 40 people were at the gate. I saw pictures or video just within the last couple days and it did seem like it was kind of chill. Like, if I remember right, I like some of the armed personnel who got there, who came to meet them, kind of greeted them and spoke to them for like, I don't think they were really trying to like fucking barge through there. Well, five people did because five people were arrested. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I think most people knew this shit was a joke. Yeah, what did I think- they think? Did the, I mean, if they all have guns, I think <laughs> they here's just what I shoot you and stop you. In the name of the Facebook event that yeah. started all this, it said "Storm for Area 51, comma they can't stop all of us." Well, but all of them didn't storm it. But yeah, I think the idea, the people that showed up thought, oh, there's going to be millions of us here, and if millions of us show up at the gate, they're not going to shoot all of us. I think they would have turned on one of those sound weapons <laughs> and made everybody poop their pants. Yeah. Like the Dilatov Pass sound, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, brown note. Yeah. I can do a brown note for our listeners. Go ahead. That was really impressive. Now, if you put your earbuds on, turn that way up, a br- what a brown note is, is a kind of a bass note that hits just the right frequency, makes your bowels spasm and you poop your pants. So... Go back, go get your good headphones, rewind to that spot and see if you can take... We've been learning about challenges, take the brown note challenge. Yeah, the brand is... We need to start a viral challenge, take the brown note challenge. Yeah, that's what we need to do right there. We need to do that. Hey, well, the guy who invented the pet rock made a million dollars. Yeah, maybe we'll make the brown note challenge a Patreon exclusive. What do you say? Just you got to sign up and pay us three bucks a month to uh, shit your pants. 28 minutes if you clench in your cheeks while I go. <laughs> oh, it's literally just you doing it? <laughs> yeah, it's just I me I thought you'd get sound. like an actual sound somehow, but you're uh, saying it would just be your mouth making a noise. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, that's yeah, worth the money. Me, it's me trying to hit the brown note for half an hour <laughs> and at the end just asking if how your shorts are. And at the end, you ended up shitting yourself. <laughs> oh, nice. It ends really cool. I go, oh, episode's over. Click. Yeah, that's it. People that were searching what is Area 51 also searched what is Area 51 movie. So, I think mm-hmm. there's a movie maybe being made about this. And my favorite, 
What time is Area 51 raid? Because they want to know when they should show up. <laughs> what time is the raid? <laughs> <laughs> Some guy's putting on like a helmet with spikes all over it and he's got shoulder pads with bones sticking out of him and he, <laughs> he's like, oh shit, wait a second. What time is raid? Wasn't there a picture showing a bunch of nerds running toward the raid? <laughs> I think there's a picture out there of that. Kind of like at the end of Avengers Endgame but with only like a line of nerds. Yeah, the, I saw that movie. I know exactly the reference you're talking okay, about. Okay, well, fucking everyone else in the world did. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I would say you did it, but you didn't. No, I didn't do it. Who the fuck could have guessed these? Not a sidekick, host. Should I go back through the top 10 here? Sure. These are the most common, what is Google searches in the United States in 2019? Number 10, what is Brexit? Number 9, what is a Mandalorian? Number 8, what is Bird Box about? <laughs> What is it really about? Number seven is what is Disney Plus? Number six is what is camp fashion? Mm -hmm. Number five, what is quid pro quo? Again, what does it really mean? Number four, what is a boomer? Number three, what is Momo? Not your kid's monkey. Number two, what is a visco girl? Can't believe that's number two. Number one, what is Area 51? The top 10. Boom. Boomer. I'm still stuck on visco girl. We got a lot of Visco girls listening right now. If you're a Visco girl and you're out there, please fucking switch it up. Yeah. If somebody can just look at you and out of nowhere say, label you as a Visco girl because of what you're wearing, switch your shit up and be yourself. Fashion advice from Brandon. That's right. There's our next Patreon episode. Just 30 minutes of you saying what clothes people should wear. Yeah. Just don't wear the shit that everyone else is wearing. Okay. Are you wearing your OU shirt right now and your OU hat? No. Do you know my favorite kind of Visco girls are the kind that review us online? They are the best. I have a few reviews. The first one is not from Apple Podcasts. It's from Podchaser. Podchaser is like the IMDB of podcasts. It's a great way to find new podcasts, connect with your favorite podcast hosts and sidekick hosts. You can follow individual people like celebrities and then see all the podcasts they're on. It's a really cool site, podchaser.com. You can go there, search for Tennis Podcasts, follow us, rate us, review us. We'll read your review here. And the first one here comes from Capes on the Couch Podcast. I think you'd like this brand in this podcast. They're the only podcast that analyzes the psychiatric and mental health issues of superheroes. I do like that. I know that Batman is a very sick. He's Batman might be more sick than the Joker. Yeah, but look at all those muscles. He can't be doing too bad. It's because his pythons are sick. Wow. Uh, they say, hilarious and educational. Big fan of this show. Love learning something new every episode. Capes on the couch. Yeah, that was Capes on the couch. That Capes said on that. the couch. Capes on the couch. Brandon's writing it down. The next one is from Apple Podcasts. It's from Linda Roberts. You know how sometimes when you write something on the internet and you read it later, in place of like commas and apostrophes, there's like numbers, like code so or something? Like the, yeah, the HTML stuff. Yeah, gets, HTML. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. this review is riddled with that and instead of fixing it, I just left it. So, I'm going to read it as is. Ready? Okie dokie. I ampersand number sign 39 colon M. So glad I gave this show a listen. It, ampersand, number sign, 39, colon, S. Hilarious, informative, and addictive. I, ampersand, number sign, 39, colon, D. Definitely suggest hitting that subscribe button right now. Do it. Wasn't that pleasant, the way I read that? Yeah. I wonder why it did that. I don't know. We can blame Apple. Maybe she's a bot. You sure Linda Roberts wasn't Linda Robot? Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check Linda, if, thank you for listening. I'm sorry I said Linda Robot. Yeah, you're not a robot. You're a human and we love you and thank you. But don't you think if she was a robot, she would be more convincing instead of being so transparently a robot? With the ampersands? Yeah. Yeah, she would have noticed with her Terminator vision, the red squiggly line that goes under something in Word that you need to fix. But she's not in Word. She's an Apple podcast. But she has Terminator vision because she's a robot. She sees it on wherever she needs to fix something. But maybe instead of Terminator vision, it's just like a computer. Computer's not looking at things like a Terminator. It's just analyzing data. She's like the paperclip? Yeah, like the word... Oh God, you know, generations now don't even know what you're referring to. There so used, used to be to... a paperclip that would help you in Microsoft Word. He was like the Terminator, but for Word. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, thank you, Linda. Thank you, Capes on the Couch. And we encourage all of you out there to leave us a review, not just because we will read it on the show, but also because it helps our show out. It helps people find and discover our show. It helps our show race higher in the rankings, I think, maybe, on these platforms. It helps so our self-esteem. 
helps our self-esteem and we need every bit of help we can get on that front. Every drop. Well, if you want to also give us drops of self-esteem, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube on all of those. We are at 10ISHPOD. You can also visit our website, tennispod.com, to listen to all of our past episodes. We will be back next week with episode 71. Mr. Brandon Kaufman over there will have that week's top 10-ish list. Maybe it won't be 10 items. Maybe it's going to be more. Maybe it's going to be less. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe I'm going to put the ish in 10-ish. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed now. Well, it might be less than 10. Just the not knowing is very overwhelming for me. Now you have anxiety about the number of things you won't know about. It's true. A lot for everyone to be on edge about for the next week. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Well, thank you very much for listening. We sincerely appreciate it and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks.